life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Is this where I come to get HIV tested? <laughs> yes, exactly. But I do the cotton swab through the mouth, <laughs> so I don't have to take any blood. All right, good. Good. Um, hey, thanks for tuning the Road Stories, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. I'm getting bombarded with Texas right now. Jeez. Um, did I say Texas or Texas. texts? Yeah, Texas. I'm getting bombarded by the state of Texas right now. That's right. Uh, I am your host, Murray Valeriano. We are part of All Things Comedy. We're in Las Vegas, coming to you live from Las Vegas. Um, working a week here at Harris, and whenever I do, I like to always hook up with a couple of a uh, couple of comics. And uh, today, I'm very excited to have Pamela Yeager back on. Woo! <laughs> it's always girls' comics. Whenever you like to come, it's, I, maybe it's because you have the room. Now the room is so nice, Murray. It's well, I, lovely. Well, you know, you, you know what you do. You deliver a good show. You get a good room. That's is that how what it, you call that's it? How it is. You that's become you a desirable it, huh? comedian. That's awesome. And then they stop giving you the Motel 8. Let's go to the video, shall we? <laughs> yeah, right. And then for the first time ever, and I'm so excited uh, because I love her as much as I love Pamela. Maybe a little more. No, oh. no, I'm... Oh. <laughs> Man, you tell me. Shama. Tosh. Yes. Thank Yay, you so much. Shama. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, to my... It, for coming to the podcasting couch, I guess it's again podcasting it's couch podcasting podcasting couch. couch. Yeah. I think I think we coined something here. Exactly. Um, like I said, it's always a little awkward to to uh, call a girl and say, "Hey, you want to come back to my hotel room and do a podcast?" Yeah. It's a little bring creepy. Your friend, yeah, and bring her. <laughs> yeah, bring exactly. that cute friend. What's her name, Pamela? Yeah, bring her. Yeah. She'd be great. <laughs> but it's so far, it's worked out well for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a stud, you know. I'll have two chicks walking in with you to your hotel. Right. And are those boxer shorts or just uh, what do you have on there? Uh, no, these are my regular shorts. All right, okay. these are regular you got good shorts. legs, Murray. You do. I have. I have you got great man legs. I have. Oh, you do have nice man legs. I have nice calves. I have uh, God-given calves. <laughs> so you're not a bicyclist or anything? No, I'm not a bicyclist. I was. I. I, I am so much in pain right now because t- Tuesday night when I got here, um, we have one show. The Tropicana has two shows, so Danny Viapondo, Rick D'Elia, and uh, Jamie LaSalle are over there this weekend, this week. So I'm like, oh, I'll walk over for the second show. I asked the manager, Carl, what's that, about a 15-minute walk? He's like, yeah, 17. So I walk in shoes that I shouldn't be walking in. Oh, no. It was a fucking half an hour walk, and I've got... I've got dancer feet right now. Oh, <laughs> like oh, I've ow. got blisters and jam- uh, maybe hammer toe. I don't know what that is, yeah. but that's such a good reference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's so I'm walking with a limp. Like I'm walking around this hotel in socks. Oh my okay, gosh. So that's why you're walking with a limp. Yeah. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why you see those girls at like midnight. Oh, I, their shoes on. I know. And a lot of people say that. They're like, I can't tell with the way the girl's dressed. Like, who's the hooker and who's the tourist? It's like the <laughs> ones right. that are carrying their shoes. Yeah. Right. Non professionals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And the ones that are like 300 pounds on those little toothpick-like things. Have you seen those, those girls? Why do they do that? Yeah, it's like being like a... Little tube dresses? Yeah, it's like being like a, you know, 30-pound sausage stuffed into like a mm-hmm. five-pound skin. You know, they're like bulging <laughs> yeah. out everywhere. Yeah, that's, like, that's a Southern reference, by the way. Bulge? No. The, the, the sausage casing <laughs> I, I reference. Think, I, think, I think we're following. <laughs> there are a lot of normal-sized Americans in this town, uh, meaning heavy, heavy people. We still... Oh, yeah. I wrote on a show uh, with Billing Vault, and we used to call heavy people normal-sized Americans on it without calling them. Oh, right. Because we couldn't call them fat. Yeah. Right, right. So we if there are any people that have weight issues that are listening, I apologize <laughs> for both of these people right now. Well, this is the place to go it's, because it's the buffets. It's horrific what they're saying. Yeah, it's the buffets. The buffets are awesome. Buffets. You think I've, it's horrific what I was saying? No, I'm just messing around. All right. Around. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Both, both, of you weigh, both of you weigh 100 pounds put together. Uh, so. listen, yeah, well, that makes us look like dicks, you know, if we talk, to, talk uh-huh. about people who... Uh, but I did just... Personally, I just lost 20 pounds. You did? Like, yeah, I lost Did you really? Over the course of a year. That's so I mean, so I just awesome. said my heart goes out. Like, I, you know, what you're saying, we're all comedians. We're going to say horrible shit. I'm, right, I'm totally. so anyway. Right. But, um, but yeah, on that subject, you know, my heart goes out to people who are trying because it's, it's you know what? You just got to take crack or something, you know, like just commit to speed for a while. Yeah, Coke. Um, Coke's right, because not bad. It's, so, it's so hard. It's hard. It's been an entire year. I know. Right. And working out. Constantly and eating uh, 1,200 calories a day. Right. And for I'm, a year. Really? Yeah. 
I'm totally opposite you. Like in the past year, I've gained 10 pounds. Uh, I pulled a muscle yawning. And um, (laughs) earlier today, I did throw up my back when I was squeegeeing, like I was using the squeegee in the shower. So Uh, I totally threw up my back on that one. Squeegeeing? Squeegeeing. Squeegeeing. I I don't know. I don't think I should ever use that term again. I think I I probably threw up my back putting on my socks. (laughs) Slippers? I swear to you. I threw up my back pulling up my pants one time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll get back to we're getting old talk right after this. (laughs) Holy crap. We were just talking about how, because I've known (laughs) both these comedians. I was going to call you ladies, but I decided not to. Uh, 15 years easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Well, no, because think about it. 15 years ago was 2000. Oh, no, it's been 20. Yeah, it's been 20. It's 20 years. At least 20. Yeah, it's been 20 years. 20 years. That's amazing. The first time I met Pam, I remember we were in El Segundo. And I'll never forget this gig. It was in a burger shop. Right. But it was set up sort of like a McDonald's. So they had like those fixed tables and chairs Uh, that were like stuck in the floor. And um, it was just like really like B-class diner slash McDonald's, but not McDonald's. Some some guy's name, Burgers. Yeah. And... uh, very bright, like, very bright, very Br- bright. Oh, yeah. like like fluorescent lights that kind of flicker. The kinds of like sure. you, you really was, need to replace some kind of the yeah. Uh, no designated stage area. Yeah. You were just no. standing in the middle of this room, and there were four or five patrons trying to get through a burger, and right. they were just eating. And we were doing our jokes for each other. Oh. And bad burgers. It wasn't even a good quality <laughs> burger place. Yes. Like, I think we may have gotten free burgers sure. as, our, as our payment. And right. I think we turned them down. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, man. It was like, it was that so bad. There were some really. Yes. Oh, that's how we met. But the worst gig met. ever. That was one of the, that was a very bad gig. Did you ever do the chop shop? I no. think Frank Conniff used to do it with, uh, what's her, what's her Was name? it a haircutting place? No, it's a pizza place. He just called oh. it the chop shop. But oh. it was behind, it was a back room of a pizza place. So you had to walk through a pizza place on Sunset Boulevard, okay. shady as shit, and then back, go back, and there's just nobody there. And it just <sighs> so dismal. a dive. And, oh. and But I, I remember like having to do all those gigs starting out. And of course, you have to do them. Mm-hmm. But I drew the line at doing it at Starbucks. Like they had, there was a gig at Starbucks at really? the, and for all, all you out of country listeners and out of, it, it's a mall called, uh, uh, what's across from the Beverly center, that little mall, the Beverly connection, the Beverly connection. So it was a mall, a major mall. And there was a Starbucks and somebody stuck an amp and a microphone. And I walked in, I agreed to do it. And I walked in and I just said, I'm drawing the line here. Oh, sh- <laughs> I am not going to do <laughs> wow. a Starbucks. Right. Seriously, you just tapped out. You're I like, just I'm like, done. I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Nobody. All right. You know how annoying people in their laptops at Starbucks are? Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Right, just it, put a microphone and like a little mini kiss amp. Sure. <laughs> you know, a little toy amp and just. Terrible. Nope. Yeah. If I don't I, make it to the top, it's not going to be because right. I said no to the Starbucks. Right. Game. Starbucks. I, it, did, I did one coffee shop one time. But yeah. It wasn't a Starbucks, so I didn't feel it like you probably would have felt like a sellout right there at Starbucks of all places. But I did do the one coffee shop, and my mom was there. Oh, can you talk oh, a little bit boy. more into the mic, please? Oh, yeah. Uh, my mom, who's a hippie, of course, right. you know, and she was like supportive and she was at the coffee shop. And my mom has been to more than one show, and she's literally one of the times she heckled me. I got heckled by my mom. She was in oh. the like. Towards the front I row, like they, they had these these <laughs> tables, right? And I was up. I don't know how I'm segueing from Starbucks to my mom heckling me, but that that's true. That was the second time that she, she came to see me that I remember. And she, I said something about her on stage. Okay, so I'll mm-hmm. give her credit for that. I was like, ah, oh, you know, my mom. And she goes, no, I didn't. I go, mom. <laughs> mom, this is not about you right now. At first, yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I started getting an argument with her in front oh, of the audience no. about the validity of what I said. Oh, great. It was it was so awkward. And then the audience didn't know whether I was legitimately mad at her or not. Right, or like, right. It was just, I just like, just drop it and move. Move on. Move on, mom. That's Thanks. hilarious. You're never invited again. Oh. And now you're on the road with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> now we're doing a two-man. We'll my Thursday favorite chill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, I, my mom's never heckled me, but she did something almost as bad. And it was doing that mesquite room. I'm pointing to mm. mesquite oh, sure, room yeah. there, which is about, what, an hour outside of yeah. Vegas. The pink place? 
Casablanca. Casablanca or right. Oasis. I don't know. It went back and forth for a while, didn't it? I don't remember. I don't know. It was a big showroom. My parent, my parents were in town. Like, and I'm like, I have to go do this gig. I'm like, oh, we'll come with you. So I, they went and. My, first of all, my dad was never impressed with anything I've ever done until he saw Roy Clark was playing there the next week oh, in the room yes. I was playing. And oh, he was my like, gosh. Mur. Wow. <laughs> Roy Clark, really? You know? That, so, that's <laughs> amazing. My dad's a big hee haw fan. Was he, was he signing big note songbooks in the like, lobby? <laughs> <laughs> was he out there? Hi, everybody. Come on up. You know, it popped out of Roy a cornfield. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, I, I, I remember tanking. I remember just oh, having oh, a no. bad set in front of my parents. And I think it was amplified probably because my parents were in there. Of course. And you all, you, n- you never do as bad as you think you do, I don't think. But, um, so I got to get out. My parents are just staying in the audience. <laughs> so I got to go like, kind of like look down and just walk through the audience Gosh. and just be like, okay, guys, let's get out of here. And my mom's like, oh, we're going to hang out and finish our drinks. I'm like, no, can we get out of here? <laughs> I just right. want to get away from these 500 people. Please. No, let's just listen, man. I, I, I didn't have that good of a set. I just want to get out of here and not look at these people. And my mom's like, oh, you were wonderful. Like oh, loud. No, <laughs> like, no. What are you talking oh. about? You were great. I'm like, yeah, you're making matters worse. Let's go. Oh, it's so terrible. It's like, it's like when you say to somebody like, don't, don't look now. And they go, where? Oh, no. <laughs> right. You weren't that bad. So awkward. Do you ever yeah. perform in front of your parents? My father has never seen me do comedy. Really? Yeah. But uh, we're wow. working it out with my psychiatrist. Okay. No, I'm like, <laughs> did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I headlined the New Orleans Comedy Festival, the right. first one at the House of Blues in New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. Okay. And uh, yeah, he couldn't make it out. I was in the newspapers mm-hmm. and the like, whole big spread. He no. couldn't make it out. No, apparently he was afraid of, I don't know what I might say. I don't know. You know what? A friend of mine finally told me, she goes, I've been meaning to tell you this. You know, your father has Asperger's. And I said, what? And she goes, I didn't even know what Asperger's was. Right, you know, right. Asperger's is kind of like the buzz term. And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, the whole he's not he's not social. He doesn't know how to react in situations sure. to certain things. And I was like, well, ass, yes, burger, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So she's like, no, no, that's what he has. That's the reason why. And I'm like, oh, Okay. But you know, he's always been an asshole, so. That might save you money in therapy, though. I know. Yeah. That answer. She just, you know, that's what friends are for, I think, yeah. pretty much. Discounted therapy, so. So you don't have a good re- didn't have a good relationship? Well, it's fine. But, I mean, you know, I he's mean, it's awful. a fine. Yeah, he's just not a real caring person. He's got Asperger's, I okay. swear. I mean, she totally pegged it. That's right. exactly what it is. He's just a not a caring kind of guy, you know, which wow. works out well with the law stuff. And then my mother, who's my biggest Wait, supporter, now has I don't even, what? <laughs> what lawsuit? You said lawsuit? A lawyer. He's oh, a lawyer. Oh, 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 oh. He was he's he was a lawyer. And oh, okay. uh now he's retired. My mother has Alzheimer's and she was my biggest supporter. And she, you know, used to see me all the time. And she'd be like, Oh, honey, don't give up, honey. Don't give up. And now she doesn't know who the hell I am. Right, so right. You but know. all the material's fresh. That's oh. terrible. <laughs> See, I said I would exactly. say something awful, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like the first Try time I ever saw it. That's right. That's good. That sucks, though. That sucks. How do you guys like performing in Vegas or living in Vegas and performing? Uh, A lot of people have moved I, out here. I like, I like living out here. Yeah. Don't you, Pam? I do. Yeah. Now, you came out because you got LA. married, right? What? You came out because you got married. Is that right? Uh... I came out because my husband thought it would be a good idea for oh, okay. us to move out here because it was we're starting to get priced out of L.A. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. And my yeah. comedy career was pretty much over. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of my party business. And yeah, you can get a lot of house out here for the yeah. money. Yeah. You can. It it costs about four times the amount. Oh, yeah. to get a house in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Yeah. So but I have a house comparable. in Los Angeles, and I say I will never retire. Yeah, <laughs> I will never pay that thing off, man. Yeah, yeah. never. And, it, and if you can go back there, like you know, for gigs, and I was coming out here to do the the party bachelor uh-huh. party business, that it was just like, hey, we like Vegas, and the, you know, they're up all night, and yeah, because if you move, we I moved to uh, Westlake Village, it's boring out there. Everything closes at nine o'clock. Oh, out back in of, Los you know, Angeles, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so like annoying. you can't raise kids out there. Those people with right. the vanilla like. People, All right. I'm raising a kid out there. Watch your face. <laughs> <laughs> but stand up wise, like we were talking about this, right? Uh-huh. D- don't you notice that um, 
you know, comics that work other places come into Vegas and it's a different animal. I realized that my first year here uh, when I was opening for Amazing Jonathan and the room was, the stage was super high. Mm -hmm. The room was cavernous. It was always freezing, which is better than hot actually for stand up, but it was always freezing. And, uh, you know, it was just a strange vibe in the room to begin with. Like it wasn't conducive for comedy. Right. And then I was opening for Jonathan and, you know, they're there to see him. So there's like other challenges, but I just, that room and that, you know, this particular audience in Vegas literally took me time to adjust to. And then once I did, then I became very comfortable here. And, you know, it's, it's great because it's a cross section of like all of society, especially, you know, the fact that it's not just, it's not just national, it's international. People come here from all over the world. Um, But then uh, there's also, you know, things that you have to uh, compensate for, like, there's a certain amount of people that don't actually speak English, which mm-hmm. generally don't end up in a comedy show. But it's happened before where I've had like two guys uh, from China sitting in the front row. Oh, gosh. And they weren't, they were just, they were looking at the sign behind me and right. they were just looking around the room. <laughs> right. And at one point I go, seriously, sir, I go, the sign behind me is more interesting than me. I go, I wore this dress. <laughs> nothing and then uh i started talking to him and i go well where are you from? i go what's your name and i start going about the name and i and i was telling jokes and i said something you know I, as i often do i reference my crotch area and so i was kind of like referencing <laughs> referencing it with my hand and i go do you guys i go what do you guys call vagina in china and then he goes what and i go vagina in china and i go ask your friend and then I'm like i'm high-fiving him and then i'm trying to get him i'm trying to get him involved as much as i can right, right like, sure. just to keep him somehow <laughs> You know, from keep them from like w- their eyes darting around the room, but that didn't help because eventually I'm doing another bit. I look over the guy that doesn't speak English. Uh, he's got a magazine. He oh, literally geez. has a magazine. He's flipping through like oh, one of those twenty four seven, looking for like another show. Uh. <laughs> I go, Jesus! I go, sir, really? And I go, and you got a magazine? And I go, hey, oh, you're from China. You probably assembled that. And I was like, just messing around, <laughs> whatever. And then he goes, uh, and he goes, what, what? I go, why, why are you looking at a magazine? I'm on stage. I go, we have feelings, sir. <laughs> we we're people with feelings. <laughs> And uh, he was making me feel so bad. And then his friend goes, oh, but we try to, we want to know when you, when you, and I go, when I what? It, I go, when I'm dancing? I go, look, I got this pole right here. And I go, yeah, yeah. And I go, and I, and I was using the mic stand right, as a right. pole, like joking around. I go, it's not that kind of a show, sir. And he goes, what? I go, not that kind of a show. And he goes, oh, but we, and he shows me a ticket. And I go, oh, that's crazy girls. I go, you got to be in the <laughs> next one. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, sir. <laughs> Oh, so you never know. There's like weird challenges, and people have been drinking since noon. Sure, God, you know. Yeah, I had a table so. out. You remember there was a short-lived club here called Sal's. Was it Sal's? No, I had the had the crocodile on the cup on the. What was it? Oh. Owls. Owls. Yeah. Owls. Big owls. Big owls. Right. Big owls. Right. I had uh, t- two tables full of Asians that didn't speak English. Right. And I didn't know so that awkward. until as I was walking off, the MC's like, oh, they don't speak English. Right. I'm like, well, why, why do you come to a show if you don't understand right. the language? Right. And then tell tell me, like, ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I was at the Riv one night, and they told me, literally, as I was being announced, oh, there's a blind convention in town. There's like 150 blind people in the room. I'm like, the place seats just over 150. So you're basically <laughs> telling me the entire room is blind. Oh, wow. And, I gotta, and I'm like, I got to figure out. And I realize how much stuff I do that's physical. Oh, wow. Because again, yeah, yeah. like I'm, you know, referencing my crotch with the <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I have to say that. So I'm referencing my groinal area. Now I'm thrusting in the air as if to be humping. And I had to like explain. And at one point I was doing um, Al- an Al Pacino impression. And so I paused to do it. You know, make like a stupid face, right? Sure. And um, so I'm making that dumb face in preparation. And I got a couple of giggles from the room. And this one guy just got mad because there was too much of a pause. And he goes, well, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> got mad at me for not explaining. It was funny. I've, I've, I've only oh I've performed goodness. in front of deaf people. You ever do a deaf audience? Yes. That's, that's fun. Isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've talked about this before on the show. Do you have an interpreter? Uh, yeah, we had an interpreter. And I didn't know they don't clap because you can't hear it. So they go, they wave their hands like this uh, is there, is there a way yeah. of, and I like, like 10 people were like, wait, I couldn't figure out what they were doing. And the interpreter told me You're like, right. Oh, I got to stretch. <laughs> yeah. That's how they applaud. I'm like, what's, why are you waving hi to me? Wow. Yeah. And then it like, it's weird. You know, it's weird because when you're, when you're working with an interpreter, a lot of comics will f- just fuck with the interpreter. Uh-huh. 
And that's fun to a certain extent, but then you're kind of killing the show for the people who need the interpreter. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. if, you're, if it's cool to fuck with the interpreter, but just do it once or twice. You know, don't do not your the whole, whole show. show. Well, what was the occasion that you were doing? Uh, was it at a... It was school? a club. It, no, was, it wasn't. A, the whole audience wasn't. It was just a, a group of ten people want, came to the came oh. to the club. Oh, yeah, and I thought it was really cool, man. I don't. I thought it was really fun, really cool. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Any other? Uh, I wish I could share. <laughs> uh, well, you mentioned. Uh, I could say the military. I've done the military shows <laughs> along those same lines. <laughs> Where they were going deaf. Going deaf. <laughs> I blind. I don't know. I don't know what it, that's. That's what had come to my mind. I have no idea. What military tours have you done? Like, where have you gone? Uh, Bosnia, Kosovo, Macedonia, mm-hmm. Korea, Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, I say the most exciting one of those. I don't know why those came to mind. <laughs> I think interpreter because I was in different countries. Sure, sure. And so a lot of times people are like, "Oh wow, did you have to learn the language in order to do jokes there?" I'm like. Uh, not at a U.S. military yeah. base. We're performing for our troops. Right? So maybe yeah. we should yeah. point that out. <laughs> right. All of a sudden, start speaking the language once you're over there. But um, so while I was there, I hate to transition because this is you guys have a, uh, a a nice little translation thing going on. But um, it made me think about all the strange places I've had to all these interesting accommodations I've uh-huh. had. This is an extremely nice room, but I have slept in like. Uh, sleeping bags that haven't been washed in months, like oh, covered right. in dirt, on like a cot, and in trailers, and going to the bathroom and outhouses. And have you done those sorts of things? Yes. Uh, how about stepping on, practically on the heel of the soldier in front of you, uh, marking their steps because you're going through a place that has landmines. Oh, oh wow. that's a fun one. Yeah, that's a fun one. Make sure you just. Step where he steps. Oh, man. Yeah, that wasn't in the brochure. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, we had to go do a show for uh, 12 guys that are up on the Lookout Mountain. And that was Bosnia. What year did you go to Bosnia? Uh, 1999. It was the holidays. AKA? It was. And it was... um, it was uh, the holidays. It was Christmas and New Year's. Oh, wow. I was there for Christmas and New Year's. I probably went right before you. Uh Yeah. When they have those, uh, they'd have yeah. We, and I, we did like the yeah. We did the Hummers, and then we you do a convoy, and they had, convoy. Uh, you know, German guy, machine guns. Remember the German guy? Yes, the German guy. The with German the, guy with used the to push mustache that looked like a walrus. <laughs> yes, he would. He was driving like he was the a like. Uh, uh-huh. He would drive like the. We had like this uh, like mini coach kind of thing, like trailer, sure. and you could take a nap in the back mm-hmm. of it or something like that. And I I went with um, Courtney G. And Dean Austin, two African American guys. I don't know I either of those. Uh, Dean Austin. Yeah, so I went to Japan with him. He's freaking awesome. He's so nice. He's like Muslim uh-huh. and sort of conservative. And Courtney G was raised by um, his mother, family who were inv- involved in prostitution. Uh-huh. So Courtney is very. <laughs> he was he was having <laughs> prostitutes here and there, and sort of like you know. Yeah, and I mean, he's very open about it. Sure, sure. And reading these dirty magazines on the bus, and and I'm like sitting there going, "Really, you're gonna?" Sh-? And showing me pictures of his girlfriend's ass on the, you know, and stuff. And then poor Dean was like, so like he was so he was like, "Oh, could you please put that away?" Because he was so proper. And it was it was fun times. <laughs> wow. You know, well, what I noticed about Dean though was that you know he carried my bag for me, oh, which yeah. never happens. Right. Like, really? Rarely, really? It rarely, if ever happens. Yeah. Uh, that's how, I mean, like my, my, that's how I get my arm workout uh, when I'm on the road because it's like a traveling gym. Guys don't carry your bags, man. Like yeah. the other comics, the male comics, in my entire not. career, like it's so rare that they ever do. And I remember everywhere we went, he would uh, help me with my bag. And I just thought, oh God, that's so nice these days to right. see. I would, so help, now, I would yeah, help you points, with your back, Shayma. Thank you, Murray. I would help you with Thanks, your back. Thanks, yeah, Murray. My mom time, raised a good guy. Most <laughs> of the time, you travel with other comics, and I'm sure this has happened to you, Shayma, uh, male comics, and they try to, like, uh, you know, have sex with you on the road. Yeah, they right? try to, they pull it out on the bus, and they're like, eh, just look at it. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like no, Dean sir. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> like that Dean Austin. <laughs> help me with my bag, all right. Really? Uh, it was yeah. always some kind of excuse. I'd get phone calls. Have you received, I, I used to get, like, a phone call. I remember I was working in, like, Clovis. You know, Clovis? <laughs> Stop bragging. 
Clovis. <laughs> also like a New Year's Eve. I don't right. know what the hell. Anyway, it was like Clovis. Some, I can't even remember. Called me up like after the gig. Hey, what are you doing? I just, can I just come over? We'll go over our acts together or something like that. I'm like, are you kidding me? No. <laughs> no, you're not coming in. There's some lame excuse. So, you know, I, I've always been sort of prepared through the years. Right. There's some guy, you know, or, or I've just got a tight muscle right here. Could you please just massage this part right there? It and, always starts with massage. Right? It always starts with really? massage. Really? I gotta it take always notes. starts oh, with yeah. massage, guys. Yeah, and guys, I, listen. I kid around about, like, inviting girls up to do my podcast in my room, but that's why. Right. You know, I mean, there's a little <laughs> sure. bit of a base to that joke because yeah. I hear these stories all the time about... Right. Yeah. You know? I've, I've actually heard. Now, I didn't have someone whip their penis out, but I have heard that there was a comic that this we all know. This podcast isn't over yet. That oh, we yeah. all know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who was on a tour bus and whipped it out. And just because I guess it was like, you know, above moderate size oh, and just geez. felt like he should, you know, advertise. Like, are you sure? Like, he thought that was going to be the thing that sure, changed her mind. Sure, of course. Right. Oh, well, now that you put it that way. Exactly. Come on up. Wait, whipped it out on legs? your bus or somebody whipped else's? Whipped it out on uh, the bus that a friend of mine okay. was on. And she's like, no, that guy's such a perv. It's like, come on. All right, say his name. Uh, in public. Uh, okay, so in the meantime, I was working this gig in Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, and really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just, really? Okay, yeah. you can tell me that after. Because okay. I, I would forget. I always forget. I'm like, I'll get that name after the show. And <laughs> right. So I was doing Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Wilkes Bar, whatever you're pronouncing. Remember that? Here we go again. It was a hojo. Bosnia wasn't bad enough. <laughs> it was a hojo. It. See, I'm, I I have no idea who my manager is. Ribbon Kincaid, and that's why my just <laughs> totally skyrocketed. Wow. Anyways, so I get I'm in my hotel room after the um the the show. And I get a knock at the door, and it's Steve Marshall. You know Steve Marshall? Steve Marshall, yes, yes. He dances to Britney Spears before his show. <laughs> that guy. I right? just saw him at Dangerfields in New York last weekend. Uh, am okay. I going to have to bleep his name? No. Okay. No, 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 no. He was actually, that was the first thing. I hadn't seen him in like oh, okay. 25 years. And the first thing, like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Do you remember that story? Oh, I'm okay. like, yes, I remember that story. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was in my room and he's knocking on the door. Hey, Pam, let me in. Let me in. He's knocking on my door. I'm like, Steve, no, just go back to your room. Because guys used to always like knock on my door right. after the show and try to get in my room. Whatever excuse. Sure. I just want to, I'd be like, no, 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 go back to your room. He's like, no, no, I can't. I can't. They have girls coming after me, two girls from the show. So I'm like, and he sounded like really scared. And right. so I said, okay, okay, I'll let him in. So I let him in and he was. Two girls were like, we looked out the peephole and they had girls went across the hall and were like banging on his door and some other girl, two girls were fighting over him. Really? Oh, over Steve Marshall. God. Yeah. Man, you know what? And was it was on hilarious. Is that, that wasn't a military tour? No, it was just a, was Gary, a, I think a Gary Grant gig it was or something. A bar in Pennsylvania is what wow. she said. Wilkes Bar. Wilkes Bar. Oh yeah, that's right. Wil it was Wilkes the Scranton, Bar. Allentown, Wilkes Bar. Lord have mercy. <laughs> You know, uh, we saw the people from the office there. That <laughs> happened one time to me, and I didn't have two fighting over me. Come on, Steve Marshall, Can man! You right? That? Come pull on, a, pull, it's Wilkes Bar. What do you expect? Pulling tail, man. Yeah, seriously. Uh, if anybody needs to whip it out, I think it's him. I, you know, the problem is though that for all the military tours that I did, and I've done the math, I've I've been um, in the military for almost eleven months. Yeah. Like time during wow. my, yeah. my wow, life, really? 11 months of being on military Jesus. bases, um, entertaining the troops. So you can imagine like over the years, that's a long period of time to be, sure. you know, on military bases and not hook up with anyone. Right. Because there's did? so many hot soldiers. Oh, and yeah. um, I was always in a relationship. And I remember one time I went on this tour. It was in Japan. And I think that was the one with Dean Austin. And we went to, we were in Sasebo and we went to Mamasans, you know, Mamasans where they made, they, there was like this, this local place where this woman makes this special chicken and uh -huh. it's spicy and everybody loves it. Like, gotta go to Mamasans. So we went there, ate, singing karaoke. And there was this hot, hot soldier and he had the most bangingest body ever. Right. right. So yeah. he, at some point, you know, he pulls up his shirt and he uh -huh. goes, Hey, are you sure? And it looked like. You know, remember Top Gun, that, yes. that scene where they're playing volleyball, like a washboard, like, you know, crazy abs, eight pack. And uh, and I was like, no, put that away. Put that, just put it, <laughs> stop it now. <laughs> and he goes, okay, you're going to change your mind. Then he, again, uh, during karaoke, he's like, hey, check it out. Come on. You want some of this? Are you sure? Come on. You, I'm like, geez, I could mountain climb that. That's right. crazy. Right. 
And uh, and I was like, no, cut it out. No, you're not going to change my mind. And I was in a relationship with a guy who was probably fucking around anyway. I'm sure. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure. So I was faithful, you know, and I still look back. There's a couple of times him and this top gun guy, his name was James, and he was at the Manus Air Force Base. And if you're listening right now. James, wherever you are. I live in, oh my I God, live in Las guy, Vegas. This guy was so hot. And I turned down these guys. I'm so pissed to this day about oh. it. And this one, he was like, when he walked in, Literally, I had to not look in his direction because he was in the back of the room. You ever see somebody that's like so attractive? It's like oh, yeah. just distracting. Yeah, yeah. And wow. I was like, I can't even look to that corner because I'm not going to remember my act. <laughs> and then after I signed the, you know, autographs and stuff, and then um, I was just, so, you know, I'd try to be friendly and make it personal for each person. I'm like, sure. hey, thanks for last night. Shame Atosh, or, you know, <laughs> joking around with them. And he came up and I was like, what's your name? He's like, James. I'm like, literally like, hope I can spell James correctly. <laughs> just like, oh, is shit. A, is that a J? And yeah. <laughs> and I was with, uh, this one I was with Graham Elwood. And we went to oh. the mess hall after. And uh, he walked in and I'm telling you, it was like slow motion. And I swear to you, he was wearing the Top Gun suit. And I could practically hear Kenny Loggins. And so I had mentioned, like, he's that guy is so hot. I go, I'm, I got to. I'm in a relationship. I got to get the hell out of here. And uh, so I left and they literally saw us leave and they ran around a building to infiltrate and they stopped us. And then he, you know, introduced himself. And I'm like, do you have a twin? Like, how did this just happen? Right. Right. And he went to shake my hand and that was like electric. And I was like, I'm going to go now because otherwise something's going to happen. Yeah. I got to go left. call the guy who's probably cheating on me right now. I, I got to go call, yeah, the guy who's, you know, yeah, for sure, one of my friends. And yeah, no, I, I literally, I didn't sleep that. And I still, I still think about him at I'm opportune times you. when I'm alone. Really? Anyway, yeah, right. I, I think just from that story, hold on, hold on, I'm going to actually masturbate over that guy. I think you should. I'll, <laughs> have a, I'll give a better description in detail later. He sounded we'll hot. For you too, he but did sound hot. How are his legs? <laughs> he, I didn't see his legs. I don't okay. know if he had as good of legs right, as you, Mark. What I like about that story socks. is it's actually the comic who was after somebody in the audience, which I think is kind of, it's usually, you know, because, and it's weird because, Murray, have you ever been on stage where girls are like, here, I like, uh, let's go hook up after the show? Uh, it seems like it happens I had, more I had, for I had, guys. I had, I had, yeah, I mean, not a lot, you know. I don't know. I was never a real hound that way anyway on the road. You know what I mean? I never really right. sought, you know, went after it. You probably worked in better places. Where they were well, used no, to- no, are we kidding? <laughs> we were talking about the shit we were earlier. No way. Yeah. No, I don't know. But again, I always had a girlfriend. Right. Again, that you found out later was our, was banging dudes. Right, <laughs> Anyway, right. behind my back. So Which like, doesn't stop most male comics, by the way. So good for you. I yeah, know, right? I know. I, there I is a, a difference. I have a bad guilt. I have a guilt thing. Catholic? No. <laughs> Human. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Well, so okay, that's 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 know. refreshing, isn't it, Pam? I guess so. Because you think know, moving- <laughs> well, a lot of the guys. This is something that I, I hear. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm really. taking broads home after every show. Right, exactly. Yeah, I right. wouldn't sit too far no, back on that yeah. couch. Is, What's no, your name again? <laughs> it's refreshing. It is. Refreshing. Have you ever heard this, Pam? That that are, are you? Uh, Murray, that guys have a rule on the road, and uh, I've heard this many times. Actually, it's not cheating if you're in another country. Uh, it's not cheating. Some sometimes they make a, accommodations. They go. It's not cheating if they're in a, a different state, or if they're really dogs. Uh, if they're in a different area code. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, but if they have just one foot on the floor. Yeah, right. it's, it's, if I'm not in the house, if I'm not in the bed with you, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it sucks though, you know, because like you you look back and you're like, well, I could have this and that, but then okay, so those were a couple of guys. They were really hot, but right. then what would that have been? Yeah, you know, you know I mean, it's just who knows other... how that would have turned out. I probably would have married that one. I think still. one of the reasons one of the reasons why I never met a guy on the road uh, from because well, first of all, some of the hotel rooms like this one is very very nice. Some of the hotel rooms I've stayed in, you never want to bring the person back there. Sure. Oh God, so true. There was a. I remember one time I stayed in a place. It was Washington D.C. and I was like, "Is um, that a Dorito on the floor?" And it was like, <laughs> and that's what it tasted like. And. Um, <laughs> And then there were like syringes, you know, it was just, I, it was like, it was bizarre. And I'm like, what the hell kind of was like, who the book this? And I think I was traveling with the guy who booked it. He was staying in another room. It was just nasty. You walk down the hallway and it was like, 
they were doing, they were dealing in the hallway. And wow. Is this in Orlando? In Washington, D.C. Okay. And it was like Washington, in a very like sort of a sketchy area. Like, must well, be I was a, like, what yeah. the? It was like Washington, near Watergate area. area. And I read it was like kind of. <laughs> Must be a chain hotel because I had the same thing really? happen in Orlando. Shag carpeting yeah. was like you know, I walked like, past this one door. It was it was April Macy and I, and it was oh, like yeah. notoriously it was like it was record cold, and uh, we got dumped off at this crack motel, Ugh. and it was so dark in the hallways. Um, it was like some courtyard in the middle and so we were kind of outside but it was dark we went past this one door and there was all this junk in it and i was like what they must have they must be renovating (laughs) or they they designated that for maintenance or something because the door was like different colors like it had been sanded down primered (laughs) sanded down primered another color painted part of a color and there was some junk in there like all the way to the ceiling and i went back i went by there and i go jesus christ this place is like This place is like crackhead central. There's probably someone smoking a glass pipe right there. And I looked over. There was a fucking guy doing it. There was a guy doing it. I go, holy, oh, they probably heard me. Holy shit, let's get out of here. And then we we literally ran upstairs. And then April goes, can I stay in your room? I don't want to stay in mine. And I'm like, sure, no problem. I got another bed. And it was so cold and the heat wasn't working. And we were literally like giggling because it was so ridiculous and blowing heat from our breath under the blankets and trying to... Oh my God. It was that, that was like a horrific. And then we got into my room. There was broken glass. Like someone had kicked the, um, the, the closet door, the, which uh-huh, was, which right. was mirror. Oh. It was all over, just broken oh. all over the floor. And then there was a puddle of blood. I'm not kidding. She can attest to this. There was a puddle of blood. Oh, there was like hair in the tub. And then there was like, um, claw marks on, a chair, which like, you know, some of the, some of the upholstery was like ripped. Right, right. And then there were like, literally looked like scratch marks on the table. Jeez. And, so um, this a crime scene? Right. And that's what we're like, the crime scene, right? <laughs> I didn't know if I should like, you know, I didn't know if I should like call the manager or swab somebody's rectum for DNA or <laughs> right, what right. the hell's going on here. Oh. Like, Lord. yeah, it was seriously a crime scene. Jesus. And uh, that was the worst hotel I think I've ever stayed in. Oh my gosh. But there was another one. How can I get on that gig? Yeah, I know, I right? I was going to ask you who that booker yeah. is that I got know, right? you in that one shit box because I don't uh, want to stay there. Uh, that was that was actually a college tour that was like I was doing comedy karaoke for goodness sakes. I was hosting. Oh, I was yeah. on. A, I was a spokesperson for that Melina right. Coffee, and that they, it was like a, so it will never happen again. I'm sure it was just like a you know yeah. unusual situation. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> things. People, I guess I took right. the bullet for everybody else. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to point out that I do have two beds in this. That's very nice. Yep. So when I do yes. hook up. Right. The girl sleeps in the other bed. There you That's go. Right. I'm right. faithful. Jump That's back right. in the yeah, yeah, She gets out and goes sleep in the other, <laughs> other bed after we're done. Weirdest thing anyone's left in a room like a comic before you? Oh, that's oh. a good question. I haven't stayed in a lot. I guess I haven't stayed in um, a lot of the condos. condos. Right. So, how about God. How about nothing? I went down to La Jolla last couple weeks ago no. and stayed in the condo, and there was nothing. No towels, no, no soap. No way. No, there was no, I had to go to, there's a CVS. A there are no towels. Nothing. I always bring my own like uh-huh. soap and toothpaste and stuff right. like that. No, no, no toilet paper, nothing. Oh it's like God. it's like the maid came in, like cleaned up and forgot to put everything back. Wow. Finally, after all these years, because there used to always be junk from other comics yeah. that they left there. Wow. Is there that still that little picture of um, Bobby Lee? I think it's, it's, it's Bobby Lee and Kelly Kirsten and maybe Jeff Richards. There's like some little... Sticker on uh, the on the refrigerator oh, no, there. No, I didn't. And then somebody it. put like dork and fag. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, they put, their, they put like arrows to their face. And, <laughs> and I don't even step foot in a kitchen in a condo. Anyway, like, oh, I yeah, don't because I don't want to touch anything in there. I don't. I, you know, I, I find the nearest Starbucks. That's where I'm getting my coffee in the morning. Yeah. and I eat out because yeah. it's just I I know. They're skeevy. Yeah. I know comics and they're skeevy. I know oh, me God. and I'm skeevy. And yeah. I would want to <laughs> stay in there after so I stood true. in there. Yeah, I've stayed in some in Florida that were pretty nasty that had those like the windows where you kind of crank them and the Louvalier things, they like open up, you know, those kinds of windows. Uh-huh. And then the roaches just kind of like run Ew. inside from there. Oh, just horrible. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Florida has those flying roaches. The flying ones. Oh, they're palmetto <laughs> bugs. So disgusting. <laughs> they're palmetto yes. bugs. Ew. What did you... Uh, Oh, by the way, the, I did find something yeah, uh, in find? Alaska. I was working at a place called The Woodshed in Anchorage, and uh, 
I checked into the hotel or that the comics condo. Let's just say I mm-hmm. they, I they let me in. I go into the bedroom. I pull back the sheets. You know, I usually take like the whatever blanket and I get that away. Like I just right. try to make sure that the sheets are clean. And uh, I pull back the sheets, and there was blood and gravel. I'm like, what? <laughs> I go, the blood that can be explained in multiple ways, but. <laughs> gravel what the fuck happened here so i'm like jesus christ and i'm looking around the room and i open up the top drawer like to put my stuff away and uh there is a there are like uh packs of condoms then there's a um a cigar and then a card for a clinic so it was like somebody like beat someone dragged (laughs) them into the bed raped them Used a condom, but they still were a little paranoid. So after they had their celebratory cigar, they <gasps> went to the clinic the next day to get checked. Right. Oh, Lord. I mean, it was a whole story that they Yo, left yeah, behind. Yeah, man. And then I left my jeans in that drawer, I guess, because I just put them down. It was like just revolted, and then right, I right. forgot about it. I went back like a year later. My jeans were still in the really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got my jeans back. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm well. looking for these. Oh, I hope, I hope you wash those <laughs> things wash before you put them jeans. on. Who yeah. knows what creepy comic <laughs> did. did to those. But they had gravel in them. horrible. I had a bump on blood. my head, but I don't remember much else. So it's just Right. Wow. I yes. will. <laughs> there was a room here that was terrible. So terrible. Here in that, Vegas. Yeah, I was like, so, and I guess other comics had, Anyway, it was so terrible that I uh, slept in a towel, like towels that, because the sheets were so bad and it was just horrible. And they had like, you know, hair on the, right. The little, oh, it was was the worst. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's awful. And I think about it. You know, when you're in the, (laughs) on the planes and you see those Sky Mall magazines and they have, um, you can buy, you know, all these different little things for traveling. And one is like a long pillowcase that you slip your whole body in. Right, right. You're sleeping. And I was like going, who would want that? I'm like, oh, boy, if I had one of those things, <laughs> that's what I need right now. That is amazing. Yeah. Have you ever found like a, a pubic hair in they, the yeah, bed? Yeah, oh, no. One time oh, no. in Japan, I knew, I knew it was a pubic hair, but it was straight. <laughs> I was like, what the? I was like. Wow, I guess that is true. <laughs> I was going to say, a pubic hair in like, Japan, that's a find. It is a find. <laughs> you know, I mean, he people. must have really been rambunctious and gotten into some stuff yeah. to have, have to. You know what big, they only have three of them, I'm sure. So. You know what are big sellers in Japan are Merkins. Oh, really? Are yeah. They? Merkins. It's a, it's a uh, p- uh, pubic toupee. Yeah. Oh. A cod, no. a cod piece. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh either Japan or China, one of those. Merkin. Big People sellers. are trying to, everything they can to wax it and get rid of it, and these guys are putting them on. Right. Yeah. Like right. fake mustaches. Maybe they could just save money and get a fake mustache <laughs> and just slap it on there. They could put it on Latisse, I think would be a nice hair grower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The late, great Robert Schimmel had a good joke about, after he lost all his hair from chemo, about a, a Merkin salesman came by <laughs> oh. <laughs> to sell him in his, in his hospital. He's literally having chemo. Right. He's bald, and a Mer- he's like, Merkin salesman comes oh in and he, he said it looked like somebody dropped a donut glaze side down on a barbershop floor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my God. Yikes. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, so shame out. You mentioned Graham Elwood on the first uh, ever of this episode podcast, which was God dang it. How many years ago now? Five, six, seven years ago. Maybe I've been wow. doing this. I've been doing oh, this wow. Time. Amazing. Golly. I gotta stop. <laughs> uh, he told a story about uh, getting shot at in a Black Hawk. Yes, I was with him. And on that. you were with him. Oh yeah. my gosh, man, that was a interesting last forty-eight hours of that tour. Uh, was this the Hot Guy tour? This was the Hot Guy tour. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. This Full was circle. this was the uh, the Manus Air Force Base one, where you know Hot Top Gun guy was, and. Um, uh, we got into Germany. My bag was lost. So I was like without, like, I don't know, just trying to make shift with toiletries and stuff. And then we thought, okay, that's going to be the wildest thing that happens. I'm sure uh, we'll, we'll be protected when we're on the base and everything. I mean, I know it's a war zone, but right. uh, usually they have a little extra security or, you know, we're not out, you know, do anything too crazy. Well, I spoke too soon. We got uh, into, oh, by the way, 
this was something I don't know if you mentioned. When we were at Manus, they had this little um, area where you can get massages, and there was some uh, Russian lady. And uh, so he goes, I think I want to get a massage tomorrow. And I go, that's a good idea, Graham. So he goes in, and uh, afterward, I, I run into him, and I said, how was the you know massage? He goes, well, I was in there, uh, and uh, the lady, you know, was given a good massage, so I started to, you know, moan a little, you know. This is kind of what you do, right? He's like, oh, do that. And she goes, your cat? <laughs> I go, oh, what? I don't, what? what? Your cat? No, no, I'm not a cat. And she's like, okay. And she keeps rubbing, and then it feels good. So he goes, oh, and he goes, your cat? So every time he started to enjoy it, she'd go, your cat? <laughs> and, uh, and then he goes, and it was just kind of weird because like I couldn't like relax. Every time I did, she would say that. And then after a few minutes, like she's rubbing me still. And then I feel someone tickling my feet. And I thought it was you. So I started to smile because I thought you came in. You were just fun right, with right. me. And she goes, Natasha, you stop that. She's being silly. And he's like, I opened my eyes. There's some other lady messing oh, with me. <laughs> I go, that's so weird. And I go, that's weird. But. But it sounds like, you know, you were moaning. It sounds like you liked it. Did you enjoy the massage? He goes, I go, so how was it? And he goes, uh, well, she afterwards, she uh, she slapped me in the face and she called me a faggot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that normal? Is that? And he held the straight face because it's Graham. So right. at first I was like, did she really? But no, I mean, she didn't. But, you know. Right, right. So for the rest of the trip, it became, for some reason, I don't know, because we were reading something about Ricky Martin that was doing like, he was some yoga on the beach with his lover and it was before he was out of the closet at that time. So we were doing jokes about that and somehow those two things merged. So like we'd be out like at a mess hall and I go, you're fake. Yeah. <laughs> you're fake. <laughs> and so, and then, uh, and then we were also, um, I wrote something in my, in my journal about it, how I said, I think Graham grew up broke too, because I noticed when we go to certain bases, he hoards supplies like uh-huh. I do. We would hoard snack sure, foods, sure. you know? Yeah. And uh, so then um, he was calling me, he would catch me doing it and he would call me a horde bag. <laughs> so we'd go places and people that were far away didn't know what we were doing. And I would go, you were fick? And he'd go, horde bag, <laughs> fick, horde bag, you know? And so they were thinking we're, you know, talking shit on each other. And then um, we ended up hitching a ride and now full circle to the uh, Blackhawk, we hitched a ride to one of the other bases because we thought that that would make it an expeditious event and instead we ended up getting stuck on a uh, a mission because the taliban were firing at us and um we didn't really know that they were firing at us because we all we heard was the machine guns firing from the black hawk oh okay but when we asked what was going on they said well we're just testing them out and they're like (laughs) and then graham's like i'm pretty sure you don't go through an entire magazine when you go to test out a gun you know and he's getting nervous and um I see one of the guys hanging out of the side of the Black Hawk, just holding on by one arm, and he's right. looking, and he's holding a flare, and uh, he's just so intense. And uh, I felt like, wow, there, this might be something big, because I yeah. feel something in the pit of my stomach. Right. Sure. And you know how they say you feel the pit of your stomach? I always question that because I had parents that never validated me. <laughs> so um, I never know whether something's real or not, and right, I have right. to ask and uh, other people. And so it's really hard for me to gauge that. But that particular day, I literally felt like a black pit in my like navel area. And it was about the size of a, an almond. And it started like this, this vortex of blackness would just get slightly bigger and bigger and bigger. And I could literally feel impending doom. So I looked Oof. over at the guy and I'm like, if this is like my last minute um, alive, I, I should at least know. And right. I said, it, um, is everything going to be all right? And he didn't even flinch. He didn't bat an eye. Uh He just stayed intently looking at whatever he was looking at. And after a few seconds, he threw the flare and he looked at me and he said, it is now. And he went back to the machine gun. And, um, Oh geez. And as it turns out later, I find out that there was a heat seeking missile that was launched at our black Hawk and he had to literally eyeball it and wait for it to get close enough because there's no apparatus that that will work for that. Right, right. You know, Gosh. there's nothing designed for that right. um, kind of accuracy to divert it. And you have to divert the heat-seeking missile with the heat off the end of the flare. Ugh. So we waited. He was watching an oncoming missile approaching. 
and waited. And you're trying to talk and his hoping. ear off. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Everything okay out Excuse there? Me? What's going yes. on? <laughs> and, uh, yes. Everything okay? I don't mean to distract you or anything, but I might be dead soon. Oh, my God. And he waited and he diverted it. And then he went back. When he went back to the machine gun, it was crazy because he had like this glazed over look. And he was like, it's just like a video game. Eh, 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 you know, like I do the worst sound effect for <laughs> no, right, 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 right. But you know what I mean? It yes. was like, yeah. there, was, uh, there was no real... It's incredible. Well, sure, he was taking human life. Of I mean, course, it sure. literally was like a video game to him. Yeah, I'm right. Man, and I he think probably was also young, very yeah. young. Yeah, they were young guys. I think Graham didn't. I don't think Graham mentioned the flare part. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Think he, I don't think he mentioned that. Did of course, he, this is a long time ago, so I can barely remember. Wow. Did he mention the operating rooms? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Wow. Maybe uh, he did. Again, we're talking. Yeah, we talked years about ago. This eight years ago. Yeah, when we were on our way back, I mean, we were still both pretty, we were shell-shocked and couldn't believe that, yeah. you know, can't believe that men and women are over there for a year and a half and longer. It's, it's, it's nuts. Right. And I remember when uh, we were introduced one day to uh, the general, and yeah. the general was, you know, so happy that we were there. I'll say sure. we, but when he, they were um, introducing us, he walked up to me and he was so earnest and he ha- he held my hands in his and he said, thank you so much for coming out here, all the way out here to per- to perform for our troops. And it really means so much to us what you guys are doing. He was just so gracious and kind. And they said, and this is Graham. This is our other comedian. And he looked at him and he went, eh. <laughs> 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 he like put his hand up like, who cares? Like, ah, good like to see you. Almost brushing him off, like <laughs> shooing him away. Eh. That's all he got, and we just laughed about that for days. Hilarious. But, uh, now, did yeah. you have? Did you have? Do you have to curve? Do you have to curve your material when you're over there? Because you, oh, you, yeah, you, you can get pretty dirty, right? They Both tell us now, right. don't they? Yo, yo, well, yeah. Before before you go on that tour, I'm you clean, have like so. I never get told. I don't have to get. Well, told. there's yeah. but there's like besides that, you can't make jokes about you know retail chains. I mean, there was like a whole booklet yeah. of List. things that you can't do, and then you would the sign president. off on that. Drugs, president, drugs. I course, think it was yeah, like yeah. McDonald. You can't do like chicken McNugget jokes or something. It was like some, you know, thing. It was just like, okay, so what weather? Left? Is the weather open? Right, right. Can we talk about the weather? Okay, even then on, I even, met a general too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And that was the cool part is meeting the generals. Mm-hmm. And I guess the largest show I did was, I'd have to say 7,000 people in Kosovo. Did you do like, because it was a holiday show. Wow, I didn't, I didn't have that many. It was 7,000 people. Wow. And, um, he and I met one of the generals in the back, and he said to me, "I'm so glad you're here, and I just want to let you know. I know you signed some paperwork. It's the holidays. Do whatever material you want." And I said, "Thank you very much." So <laughs> captains in the front, I'm like, "So, how are your droopy balls?" Right. <laughs> That's awesome. And they loved it. They were That's like, great. "Yay!" Right. You know? That's what they do, though. They they panic. For goodness sakes, they they panic. They they put you in a panic right yeah. before you go on. Because when I was Bosnia, when yeah. the, my first that was my first uh, MWR, which is Morale, Welfare, and Recreation, and my first tour uh, for the military. And the minute I got there, of course, they're like, listen, a lot of these guys, you know, they're homesick. Uh, They've been over here for a long time. Some of them, you know, were uh, deployed and now they have to stay longer. They're really upset about it. No one can drink. A lot of them are really concerned about like, you know, infidelity because they've been away from home for so long. So just don't talk about like infidelity. Don't talk about like their wives. Don't talk about drinking. I said, okay, hey, no problem. I got plenty of other material. And so I went on stage and of course, you know, I can't help myself. The comic in me had to say something. So I walk up and I go, hey guys, I go, I am, uh, I am so glad that you guys are over here. Thank you so much for your service. I know you're not happy to be here. I mean, you probably uh, wish you were home, you know, like your best friend is, you know, like it's probably <laughs> fucking your wife right now. Oh, exactly. right? And then I started like humping the air like I was doing her from behind. And I go, I'm probably drinking a beer while he does it, too. Uh, and I go to like fake drink the beer and I start cheers. And they're like, they just start, they fell out, you know, yeah, yeah. And I just started, you know, howling at it because it's like that's exactly what's on their mind. Right. Exactly. You know, so you kind of have to talk about the elephant in the room. Sure. So that was, oh, of course, God. you know. I think uh, actually course, one of the what bases, I wasn't supposed to do. Right? One yeah. of the bases that I went to, some guy had received a tape of his wife, you know, having sex with the uh, her, the friend back at home. Really? That's how she broke up with him. That was in uh, Hungary. 
Oh and so he was God. like devastated. So maybe that's why I think maybe that's one of the, the things that people are like, oh, screw we went, Don't well, go on that tour. If you go on that tour, I'm going to screw your, your friend. <laughs> I'm fucking your friend. And right? I'm going to show you a video. That's, that's right. That woman's horrible person. A, yeah, back in the that day, that was a video. Person. What a narcissist. Seriously. There you go. Have you ever seen your husband having sex? It's not pretty. She taped over an episode of Doogie Howser, so that was even I know. That's just just, wrong. That's just putting salt in the wound. What are you doing? I wish I would have known. I know. Right? I wish I would have known. I'd I'd have fucked that guy just to try to help him out. (laughs) Jesus. Exactly. Uh, There was a girl just got booted off a tour. She can't perform under, you know, there's different companies that book tours. And she was doing it for 10 years and then just... Some general saw her do what she usually does, and she's like, she's filthy. She's not allowed on here. Who's right. the comic? It's, I can't say her name. I know who it is. Are right. you? I'm going to guess. Well, I can't, I'm not going to say who I know, it is. But I'll I'm tell just you after. Gonna, after? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you after. I'll guess she's great. And she's, you know, no problem. Anyway. That, those are unusual circumstances yeah. when you have to, like, you know, it's almost like, it's like an Uber uh, a cruise ship gig. Right. Because cruise ships, I guess, are similar. I don't do cruise mm-hmm. ships. You do yeah. cruise ships. Don't you? No, I'm, I'm Shane just, and I were just I'm talking done. about that, weren't we? I'm done with, yeah, I've never done yeah. a cruise ship. Uh, and I'm done with doing gigs uh, that tell me what I can and can't say. Like now I'm just, I've just gotten to the point where, where I can anyway, I'm, I'm trying to make that transition into just doing gigs that I want to do right? instead of like saying, okay, well, this is a check and, you know, work is work. Right. I mean, there's a part of me that wants to embrace being more uh, clean. I mean, it does, you know, force you to be creative to work within those parameters. But by the same token, as a as an artist or a performer, you want to be true to your mm-hmm. own voice. So I kind of do feel like it's watering down a part of who I am. Yeah. So it, it makes you feel like a like you're selling out or something. It like it, it just takes a piece of your soul, I think, yeah. when you have to silence yourself. Well, I I the I, the only time I don't mind that is doing military. I'm happy to not. Yeah. You know, of course. Well, when I'm not you're gonna, in of course, service. I'm not going to go make fun of the fucking president in front of the military. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, there's sure. certain there's certain things like, that I we know better. That, you know, but yeah, if a club's going to be. Don't talk about religion. Like, suck it, man. You know, yeah, don't right. have me at your club then. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I'm just starting to now really enjoy what I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. after 15, 20 years of doing it, I'm starting to really enjoy my material for the mm-hmm. first time and I don't want anybody telling me not to do it. Right. True. I, it, the, the, yeah, I, yeah, I hate doing gigs like that and I, I'm, I'm quiet right now because I'm thinking about a gig that I have coming up and <laughs> <laughs> at a school, an elementary school. Oh no. Oh no. Like, you know, this woman actually knows my act. So, like, what would make you think that I could host their holiday show at uh, oh. a Christian elementary school? What? This just gets worse and worse. Yeah. Oh, it's just horrible. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow's her son's birthday. And he is, um, they're having a uh, shooting party for him. They're having a kill- killing zombies nerf war party for their six year old. So, I. I I, feel, I don't know how I feel about this that. This woman's yeah, firing all I know, exactly. And holy say, crap. I know. The S word. But she's a Republican, yeah. so it's all, yeah, all good. That woman is not getting my oh. vote for Mother of the Year, man. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to your friend. How much time do you have to do? I don't know, as little as possible. I'm going to do a lot of like, hey, here's the next act. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, right. what's the what for kids world? is but I'm like, awful. Performing for children is horrible. awful. It is the worst. That is not one of the reasons I don't pursue chips. It's because you tend to have to do a kid's show. Yes, I had to do one, and it was uh, when I was out. Yeah, yeah. Twenty thirteen, I was in Europe with Vargas Mason, and uh, it was uh, Shayla Rivera was on that tour, and we had to do something in the afternoon, and there were like five to ten year old kids in the front with their parents, right? Which is even worse because now the parents are policing, and I had to do twenty minutes clean, and I got through the twenty minutes. But I mean that clean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a difference right. between PG thirteen and like yeah. G rated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did the G rated set, and uh, I, I literally thought I should quit the business. I mean, I had to. Sh- it took me days to shake that off. Oh, days. I used to do crowd warm up for Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So yeah, so um, it's because Mike Sweeney, I guess, was doing it, and then he got a job. Uh-huh. I don't know, with whatever. And so I was, I was doing it. Anyway, and I did it for a while, um, but I had planned things for the crowd, like little games to play and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it was a totally different situation. But I would 
I would say that would be the hardest crowd is the... I say no. I got asked to do something, I don't know, like two months ago. And I just said, listen, dude, I can work clean, but I, what I'm doing now is like, I don't, it's not, it's adult material. It's not for kids. So right. I don't want to, you're a booker and I don't want to piss you off. And if I do something wrong, so I'm just going to say no. It's but not think, my bad. But think of me for the next, think of me for the next one. He's like, yeah. oh, I totally dig. I really respect that. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Hypothetically, if I were asked to do a celebrity lip syncing concert. <laughs> <laughs> You think maybe I should have say no to something like that? Can you, think? you tell, can you tell my listeners what happened? Can you tell my listeners what happened? Uh, Penny Wiggins, I was last on the show with her <laughs> <laughs> two years ago. And so she calls me up. Uh, she's a, a, on a layover and she says to me quickly, she's like, you know, hi, I'm getting ready to get on a plane. And can you do this like lip syncing thing with me? It's just like Devo. It's like just you know, it's, it'll be really quick, only like two minutes of your life. And so I'm thinking like it's over at her house right. and we're doing some sort of video. And I'm like, okay. She goes, listen, I'm getting on a plane, but I'll talk to you about it later. No phone call. So at like, you know, 1230 at night, I decided to give her a call. And she's like, yeah. So, so, okay. So, so is this over at your house? No, no, it's at the SLS hotel casino. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, well, what is it exactly? Well, it's this, this show. I can send you the, um, the the poster for it, she's well, it's about six hundred people are gonna be in the audience. I'm like, what? <laughs> and you're calling me about it like now? And I'm sure she had like this string of people that she called to ask, and I was the only dummy that was like, sure, because right, I right. didn't have all the details. And I was like, sure, okay, Devo. So we I'm like looking at the videos. I'm trying to figure out how do we make those Devo what do they call those hats? The hats, I, the plant hats. What, they call them something. I forgot what they're calling. Like, I forgot what they call them. But, you know, I was supposed to, like, I'm like, going, we have to go to Michael's or we have to go to Hobby Lobby. I don't like <laughs> Hobby Lobby. Why am I going to go to Hobby Lobby? Is that the only place I can get one of those hats? And then I'm going to have to cut it out with this glue gun and make this stupid hat for, I'm like, wait a second. We're not getting paid for this? What right. the hell? Are you kidding me? I've got things to do tomorrow. And so, um, anyway, she comes over. A one o'clock, and we rehearse Devo, whip it, and choreographed it. All of the moves, which we forgot, <laughs> or decided to just use in a random order right. up on stage. And it was that uh, uh, Robin Leach was the host, and <laughs> Robin Leach, Robin, Robin Leach, Leach, lifestyles of the rich. Oh, lifestyles of rich. Did you tell her I said hi? What Pia? Pia? Oh, Gita Pia. Oh, Pia and I hung out one time. Here. Really? Oh yeah. Oh. She doesn't remember me, but oh, wow. I like to think she does. Yeah. She, she looked very cute. She's she she. She's not like, aged a bit. No, she's awesome. Whatever filler she's using, I'm right. gonna just stick with this. <laughs> so I mean, it was it was it was uh, it was uh, I don't even know what you call that experience. I really don't because I would like to say interesting, but uh-huh. that would not be it. I I was Unique? watching the the footage Video, that yeah. you showed us before we started, and it looked like kids. Uh, doing a recital for their parents. It really did. It, yeah, yeah. Didn't it look like kids doing a recital yeah. in high school or something? Yeah. And uh, it was really, man, and, I and tragic. It was tragic. Maybe is what the term. It, it, you didn't get paid for that because you earned whatever <laughs> money they. I would think paid. so, or it, a favor. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like I think that Penny yeah. should be over yeah. at my house doing something, for, picking up my kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah it looked like animals. it looked like kids doing a show for their family until. You showed me the video right. of the Spice Girls. <laughs> of the Spice Girls. Yeah, the other competition. <laughs> well, yeah, what she forgot to re- tell me is that the other competitors were like professional singers and dancers that do this for a living. In Vegas. In yeah. Vegas, like um, the girls from Sexy, the burlesque show, and right. they came out and they played the Spice Girls, and they probably should have won, but they it was fixed, so they didn't win. Oh, right. and, they, and they were cute and doing splits, choreographed. Dressed and, like this... Exactly like the Spice Girls. Yeah, and they were shaking their booties, and they, uh, yeah, they obviously had been in the um, rehearsal room for many, many hours uh-huh. and weeks before, and then I just, you know, had rehearsed with Penny for about an hour over at my house <laughs> in between my standard poodle, like walking in and pushing us <laughs> off. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, so so not prepared for that. Oh, it was a fun video to watch. Yeah, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a fun video to watch. So the, you're saying no from now on to things like that? Is it? Is it? Is it? Was it fun to watch because uh, I have no ego about it? Because I'm like sharing. Because I think that if I was really conscious about it, I'd be like, 
I hope that I would bury it. I would bury I, it somewhere. And I think never it was show fun it to, to anybody, watch. Right? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it was fun That's to watch how so you horrible. presented it, man. You presented right. it like that, and we've all been in a situation where you're <laughs> just like, so oh, "Why am I doing this right now? How did I get suckered into this?" <laughs> it is so horrific. Yes. Yeah. It was terrible. All right. Before we wrap up, I want to tell you what happened to me the other night. Um, so I'm working with this comic. I'll leave his name out. We're doing a two man show uh, this week. And he's a very he's he he actually told me last night he doesn't consider himself a comic he considers himself an entertainer because he does impressions a lot of singing you know and he, he generally prefers to uh, tour with the band or whatever and so I'm saying first night here I'm sitting in the do you know what a recorder is yes the instrument the recorder yes. it's long like oh, and you yeah. usually play it in kindergarten yeah I yes. carried mine in a sock when I was in kindergarten is that the same right. thing as a piccolo. Uh, no, no, Piccolo's this way, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Piccolo's right. the one to the side. Okay, Recorder's yeah, it, the one that's straight. Yeah, like okay. That. And they're like a cheap instrument, I right. guess. And uh, so he's talking, he's like, so, you know, how much time are you doing tonight? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever, half, do a half hour, whatever. Yeah, he's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I'm doing, you know, I'm kind of in a transition, do a lot of talking about being a dad and doing stuff on religion. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't, uh, I'm more of an entertainer. And as soon as he says that, he takes two recorders and puts them in his nose and starts playing oh, the William Tell Overture. Not jokingly at all. Not oh jokingly gosh. at all. Just warming up. <laughs> That's how he warms up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> his nose, man. Oh and I didn't even hold it in. I didn't even hold it in. I just fucking lost oh it. I'm like, God. how am I going to have a conversation with you? Oh, my God. Shoving instruments up your nose. Oh. nostrils. Both oh. Through his nose. Wow. So it's, it's Takes his craft seriously. <laughs> I know. Holy cow. It's been an interesting week. <laughs> Well, that's I, a different rim shot altogether, I suppose, right? right? <laughs> Pull oh, out the piccolo. Rim shots. Oh, shoot. We'll talk about this on the next episode because the guys who went over with me will do it. Uh, I thank you so much for coming into town. And, oh, and, what a pleasure. and you guys got all duded up, too, man. I feel like a slob. <laughs> oh, shorts and a hoodie. You're and showing off your man legs. Thanks. Yeah, well, right. you've, you know, it's all I got left is a calf. The other calf doesn't even look that good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what, where, where can we find you? Where can we look you up? I'll be working at the St. Gabriel School. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Johansson gave me great advice when I put my kid in preschool. Yeah? Don't tell them you're a comedian. Oh. Because his kid is seven years out of preschool and he's still doing benefits for him. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's yeah. like, don't let him. And now it's getting out and then people are like, so when are you going to? Right. Oh, word to the wise. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. FYI. Uh, my uh, website is shamatosh.com, S-H-A-Y-M-A-T-A-S-H. Not O-S-H. And, yeah, shamatosh.com. And uh, I will post uh, my future gigs, uh, be it Brad Garrett's at the MGM mm -hmm. soon, and then also uh, the Laugh Factory in Scottsdale and in Vegas. Vegas. And uh, yeah, I got some other stuff uh, cooking, so I will be posting that on my blog on my website. You know, go ahead. Oh, and I'm doing the Palms Casino. Ooh. Uh, Palms. Uh, oh. The week, weekend before Mardi Gras, whatever that is. What's clubs at the Palms, or is there a theater now? It's a special it show. Be, oh, okay. oh, look at me. Yeah, I kind of I'd like I do because I have the six-year-old twins. I've been doing more like special shows than right. going on the road. So right. that's the deal. Um, all cool. right, great. I just want one of the things I like about going on the road is meeting up with old friends. So thank you very much. Thank Aww. you. Really I remember because so, you remember so I, I hadn't seen you in ten years, and then somebody has a comics gathering last year. I walk into the bar. Who's sitting at the bar? Yeah, you know, Shama. I'm like, holy shit! I haven't seen her in ten years. It's all like pretty woman so style. Right. She's sitting at them, she turned around. <laughs> Dennis Regan was the Hector Elizondo character. Yeah. <laughs> this way. So yeah, I loved uh, just getting together with you guys and talking yeah, to you because it's been great too. talking to you. And I'm looking forward to the gathering tomorrow night. So yeah, oh, good. It's gonna be uh, so fun. Hey, baby check these uh, comedians out when they come to your town. They're very funny. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. You, you want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon